Even seasoned investors have a hard time keeping up with the moving parts in the financial markets and the range of options available to them. You've got bonds, you've got stocks, you've got unit trusts, and much more besides. And if you're having a hard time understanding the local environment, multiply that complexity a thousandfold once you move offshore. Few people have the time or resources to track the tens of thousands of investment options available around the world. Well, it's time to demystify the world of investment. You don't have to be an expert trader to benefit from the stock market. You've got the option of a managed portfolio service if you're not an expert in this subject matter. And to help us sort through this, we're joined by Grant Mankies, who is head of trading at Nedbank Private Wealth Securities. Hi, Grant. For somebody about to embark on their investment journey for the first time, where should they start? Do they need to understand the reasons why they're saving and investing in the stock market as a first step? Hi there. Thanks for the call. I think that's your primary first step to understand what are you going to spend your hard-earned money on. I think most of us have a vested interest in the stock market already through a pension or provident fund. But as we know, only 6% of the people retiring will retire comfortably. So you'd have to have additional investments or savings to make up that little difference to retire comfortably. So if you look at what you're investing in, um, you need to have a look at what what you want to achieve. So is it a short-term investment? Is it putting money away for a kid's education? Or are you saving for your retirement? And that goal that you want to achieve is going to link into how long you should invest in that product. So for people starting out uh, in investing, you know, you could have a tax-free savings account, uh, which people can invest 36,000 rand a year in. There's no tax payable. You then get to invest into exchange-traded funds. And exchange-traded funds also makes it easier and a little bit uh, less complex because you're buying a basket of shares that is managed by a company on your behalf. So less extreme volatilities in one stock. So if you think about the stock market yesterday, where Nasdaq and Process had a massive fall, as a result of some political interference in China, if you had the, an ETF uh, over the South African market, it would be much smoother in the type of performance that you're getting. Now, if we link back to time horizon, so if you're saving for a college or university fund, it's generally going to take you about 12 years after your kid finishes school, or if you're saving for your retirement, the product that you invest in is also going to differ. So if you're investing for a fixed outcome, uh, it will have a set product. If you're saving for retirement, it would have a, some equity exposure, some interest rates or some bonds, uh, a combined portfolio that will achieve your goal in the long run. You always say to yourself, do you need to start investing as soon as you leave school, as soon as you leave varsity? Any time that you start is better than leaving it for another five years. So the sooner the better, choose the right product to achieve your goal. And we know this... Uh, Compound interest is going to help you in the last couple of years when you will have your saving or your product that you're investing in. So that ties back into your investment life cycle. So if we start working, we invest in a provident fund or a pension fund that will be highly geared towards equity performance because we know over, over multiple years that equity outperforms all other investment classes. So when you choose your investment portfolio, it would be highly geared towards equities. If you get into your mid-30s and you start having some uh, expenses, 
You would then rebalance your portfolio to be equity linked with some annuity income on some other items. And as you enter the last couple of years before retirement, you don't want the risk of equities as much as you would as when you start. You're now getting close to retirement. You have a, a goal around how much you want to withdraw on your pension or provenance fund or the, whichever uh, investment vehicle you've invested in. So you know what your outcome is and you're going to plan for that over the last couple of years and to ensure that your portfolio isn't linked to one specific share or a couple. So it would be nicely diversified and have more linked to annuity fixed income items uh, at that point. Grant, I just want to jump in here and talk about time horizons. The surveys have been done and they show that very few young people are motivated by the word retirement. It's a turnoff. It's far too far into the future for them. They are motivated by near-term goals. So if you talk about saving for a, a travel holiday or if they're married for the children's education, that's something that they can get behind or for a house. So talk about the time horizons and how this ties into the investment life cycle. Yes, you're, you're correct. Um, you know, people who finish varsity these days are, are not that really interested in a product that will mature in 40 years' time by the time they finish working. So there are different products available to investors where you could have exposure to the market and depending on your time horizon could achieve your goal. So whether it be equity exposure or a fixed income product or bonds, I'm sure that there's a product that could suit your needs uh, and your short-term goals whilst you start thinking about the longer-term objectives. Okay, talk a little bit more about the investment life cycle. What does that mean? You have kind of covered it that the earlier you start investing or saving, no matter what the objective or the the eventual purpose of that saving is for, is better than starting late. But just talk about the investment life cycle. Yeah, so if you think about the investment life cycle for a person finishing varsity and you take this as a long-term investment product that you want to achieve or your goal is long-term, the sooner you invest, the better. So as soon as you start investing, you'll get equity exposure, which will outperform the market and any other investment product. As you get into your uh, 30s and you start acquiring assets, um, the risk profile of your investment changes. So you'll diversify your portfolio. And as soon as you get into your last 10 years before retirement, that makeup of your investment product will definitely change to be more income-focused than equity growth-focused because you've already achieved that equity growth in the first 20, 25 years of your investment. I know they've done a study with someone putting in, let's call it 500 rand as soon as they start retiring and they do it for 10 or 15 years and stop that investment. And that investment still keeps growing compared to someone who starts at 45 and puts more into that investment. At maturity, the guy who started earlier would have a bigger payout than the person who started later. So quick answer is the sooner you start investing, the better for your outcome. And I guess the question is, where do people go for this kind of advice? And uh, I, I guess people want to, they, they want to get independent, objective advice. They don't really want to be sold a product. So who can they trust on this? So we have investment professionals. So someone who has uh, multiple years experience in the market, they would have completed relevant degrees, investment management, uh, charter financial analysts, uh, registered stockbrokers, uh, or financial planners. And they would sit down with you look at your your goals or your needs, and they would provide a product or a solution that meets those needs. 
So we get two types of services. You mentioned it in your in your introduction. You get discretionary managed portfolios or non-discretionary. So non-discretionary is where you phone a broker and you speak about the market and you're asking for his advice. And that is done as and when you require some assistance or you sign an agreement with a discretionary manager. Um, you meet every year around the product uh, makeup. You ensure that that product still meets the long-term goals. But as and when the portfolio is rebalanced, it's done in line with our house view models. Uh, and there's not as every time an inter, um, a, a communication to you about what's going to happen. That is then communicated once a year to ensure that we, we share the portfolio with you. So it's all up to you what kind of service you would require um, from your broker. All right. And is there a website where people can go and get more information? Yeah, I think the digital world has grown over the last couple of years. So NetBank Online Share Trading has an online share trading website uh, where you can get access to the local market, uh, ETFs, uh, and some other products. It offers you all the uh, access to all the information in the market. So uh, whether there are sales announcements from companies, you can build yourself a watch list. In short, a watch list is a list of shares that you add, and you will see how the price moves, uh, what has been price targets, uh, all that sort of stuff. You can also then set up alerts so that when something happens in the market, you'll be notified from it, on, of it. There's some technical analysis that you can do. Um, so it's a fully-fledged online share trading website, which caters to younger people who want to do it on, the, on themselves. And as they get uh, further down the investment journey, that they can then contact an investment professional. And what's the name of the website? So you can contact us at www.netbankonlinesharetrading.co.za or you can contact us on the contact number, which is on the website. Brilliant. Okay. And of course, you are going to be joining us at the Money Web Better Investor Conference, which is going to be on Tuesday, November 29th. It, for more about that, you can tune in at moneyweb.coza for the Better Investor Conference. Grant Mankies, I want to thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much and looking forward to see everybody at the conference.